This episode is brought to you by Plantronics Gaming. Today is Saturday, the 19th of December, 2015. This is The Gap, episode uh, 303. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gilroy's here, Yo. and Nathan Lawrence is also here. What up? And we are on the internet phone today. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's Saturday, I guess. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's been a busy week. Yes, it we, has. We did our, our Star Wars podcast uh, during the week, so if you haven't, uh, check that out. Have a listen, it's pretty good. Don't listen if you have seen the film, though. Yeah, make sure that's yeah. a priority. Um, it goes for longer than the film. Yep. So we did. So we nailed that. We nailed that. <laughs> we really yeah. gapped that up. Yeah, we we drew it out. Uh, yep. That was wasn't even the director's cut either. So we oh, could wow. we could have probably went longer, uh, but Nathan had things to do, so we had to keep it short. Totes. <laughs> Totes, my goats. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this will probably be a bit of a short one. We haven't uh, done too much leading up to the end of the year. Uh, next week, we might do our Game of the Year stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll we'll go on holidays. Uh, Job's going to an island somewhere, I think. Is that right? No. No, no stay at home. Yep. Good Christmas. Big plans. <laughs> Is it Nathan that's going on the island on no. holiday? No. All right. <laughs> okay, then. I just made that up. Yeah, clearly. Uh, yeah. Cool. cool. Let's talk about games then. Video games? Yeah. Let's, what about uh, real life games? Real life Ooh. games. I don't know if you played Joe, but Nathan and I certainly did. <laughs> Zed Town was last week, and uh, we went, and uh, this was Zed Town 3, I guess, or the second Zed Town for the year. 2015 this one was being held in the city olympic park or showgrounds mm-hmm. and uh we went as a trio uh unfortunately our fourth came down ill on the day which is rough for her um we went as a trio instead and uh, decided to see what we could do and yeah it was a different venue uh they made some other edits some other changes uh they tried to i don't know grow the game Mm-hmm. While also, you know, sticking with what they knew, I guess. Yeah. And um, they started a, a lot later, so it went into the night, which was cool. Um, yeah, what did you guys think? Do you want to go, Nathan? I didn't like the new map. Didn't like the new map? <laughs> it was quite open. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was very open, which I guess is good for later in the game, for zombies spotting, you know, groups of us and planning, uh, sorry, groups of survivors and planning uh, traps and, you know, bottling us in, boxing us in. But the early game, as always, needs a lot of work. Uh, there's very little incentive to start fights with the f- other factions, which means you kind of just roam a lot early on. 
it reminded me so much of Daisy, the way that socially it was very easy to uh, to just let people go about their business. Like it was super easy to just be like, you know what? Yeah, they're in a different faction. That's fine. We don't like they can do whatever they want, and you had to sort of deliberately force yourself. Well, I had to deliberately force myself anyway to uh, be antagonistic against the other factions. Because, in like for me, it was sort of just you know what, fuck it, we'll be um, we'll be dickheads. Well, yeah, like <laughs> my baseline is you know what, fuck it, it's probably going to be a thing later i don't really want to start some shit but then we we did nothing we did like it was it need they need to incentivize people to go and do stuff to have conflict they need to create conflict because conflict is the essence of drama and whatever and they weren't able to do that in a way that was uh i guess satisfactory i suppose missions are supposed to do that but we weren't getting missions like the mission system didn't work we get I kept getting a mission for the wrong team. For the wrong team. Well, uh, well it, it, it was getting yeah. we were getting missions to do stuff for our, against our own against team. Against our own team, yeah. Uh, which is weird, but yeah, the incentive thing needs to be worked on, especially because they changed the rules of of uh, you know factions can now harm you. Yeah. Um, whereas before it was kind of like you would get shot and then have to stand there and count to ten. Yep. And then you could move along your way, whereas this time you'd have to go back to a respawn station. You know, uh, you know what? Like, I am still in two minds about this because if you do go back to a respawn station, at least like if you get paused for what was it, sixty seconds, mm-hmm. right? And a zombie shows up, you're yep. boned. Yeah. Like, at least if you're piss bolting back to your own base, you've got some hope left, right? Yeah, because you're not going to outrun a zombie. You're not going out unless, yeah, unless you've got people with you. If it's yeah. just you and a zombie, you're you're done because you've got you've got more weight than they do. Sure, but they don't know that hey, you're. Was that a fat out. joke, Luke? Fuck you. Yeah, okay, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that you're out either. Like, yeah, yeah. Unless they've seen it happen. Yes, and so there wasn't really these moments where respawning people were being taken out by zombies in droves, which is what we thought would happen. Plus, it also had the added disadvantage of uh, further, like, making you reluctant to start fights because the farther away you were from your base, the less likely you were to start shit because you had to go back a bigger distance. And if you were rolling with people, they tended to escort you back anyway. So it was like everyone loses if you got tagged what i found really interesting about it was that it clearly required quite a lot of an honor system from survivors to because again there was no way to tell if they'd been tagged they didn't have to lower anything or wear anything or whatever so there was no way to tell visually even as another survivor whether they were or weren't able to shoot but they still haven't really drawn a line in the sand about making an honor system with determining who has been shot as a zombie and who has not which continues to be my biggest gripe with the game having had what three arguments this time about people getting shot and if you stop to argue then you get surrounded so it's pretty much you either might as well just lay over and give over your tags or keep running and look like a dick and ignore them yeah yeah it's um i i found that i found like because i spent quite a bit of time as a zombie this time uh and i found that um there were like 
if you were with a group of people you didn't know, you were able to sort of uh, uh, force them into not being dickheads. You were able to sort of encourage them to not be dickheads. Um, if you were on your own, uh, I suppose you would have like incentive to pretend that you never got shot or whatever and try to stall until more zombies came along but uh or if you're with friends who are also inclined to cheat then uh then you'd get away with it but if you traveled in packs of like five or six zombies and none of you knew each other or even if you were just hanging along in a group of five people who knew each other you could socially sort of encourage them to not be dickheads by like at one point, one of the dudes wouldn't take his fucking headband off. And I'm like, dude, you need to take it off. Otherwise, they don't know you're outs. Like, yeah. it's important. And he sort of looked at his mates and they, like, nodded him, nodded at him to do it. Like, that sort of shit. Like, he would have gotten away with it. I, I had to tell... I saw one dude get shot. And uh, he, like, ran back. Not even halfway back. Uh, he was sort of like got shot and I was coming across the paddock to where red base was. Uh, so there was this massive sort of grass area, uh, between the zombie spawn and red base. And, uh, I was coming across the paddock to set up for another ambush, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, he was running back and he sort of stopped when he got to me and he's like, Oh, I'm not going all the way back. And I'm like, dude, you got to go all the, come on. Like, this is, this is literally the entire game. Just go back. He's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like, people will definitely do, like, fuck with the rules. But if you can encourage them to play within this, the rule set, then then that's about the best you can hope for, ultimately. And that kind of sucks. It kind of sucks because it puts humans, like, you know, I died. I died in a manner that wasn't entirely satisfactory. Like, it was... Uh, mostly my own fault so I, I didn't really have that big a problem but, <laughs> yeah it was uh, yeah rambo job but uh like if if i hadn't if i hadn't been well out of position and uh getting trying to get some cheeky kills then i would have been pretty <laughs> upset at dying that way to be honest um i was i was kind of annoyed in the moment but then i'm like you know what it's okay it's like it would have i probably wouldn't have gotten away with this anyway and that's the only reason why it was okay like in the end but i know lots of a lot of people yeah i know nate you didn't you didn't go down well no well yeah being chased by a horde and you're at the back and i shot a guy who had chest armor on mind you yeah. so there's no way like that's cool for cosplay purposes but there's no way he could tell yeah. that he'd been hit uh, so I switched targets to someone else, and that guy who I'd shot tagged my gun, and I ran on because I'd shot him, but he's just following me, screaming, I got you, I got you, I got your fucking gun! And, I'm, and I stopped to engage with him, Yeah. and then I was, you know, surrounded, so in the in the time that he decided to be the a better person, and went, okay, fair enough, man, uh, roll on, and the chick with him, the, like, the disco dancing zombie, <laughs> yeah, you know... Yeah fuck her basically she's like yeah okay we'll give you five seconds and i'm like right. i'm exhausted and deflated and i've just stopped running to like argue with a guy yeah 
to, to try and do the decent thing and explain to him that I hit him and that I'm not cheating, you know. And there's yeah. 70 zombies. Yeah, there, and I mean. she's like, you've got five seconds and started counting down and I'm like, I jogged a bit and then I shot her over my shoulder and she's like, oh, I can't believe you didn't hit me. And I'm just like, you know what? Have my tags. Like, I'm... I'm done with this. So, oh, I would have pitched my tags. Should have thrown them. Yeah, pitch, throw yeah. them on the roof. Well, they just they just need to like draw a line in the sand. And I mean, I would if they say that the zombies have the call, uh, I won't play ever again. Because, I won't give them money again. Not not if not if the zombies get to to decide. No, because the current resolution process though is to say if you dispute a kill go see a mod which i guess they haven't even added on that 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 means that you're kind of paused in the game like right. you can't get tagged which they also need to add but imagine that like i had that wasn't the only instance that i was disputing there was another one and he didn't even oh, he came on to tag me but he got hit you were in that one luke down yeah. the alleyway when 40 of our players backed off and they charged us uh. Like, he got hit again. I switched targets. Like, I don't switch targets if I haven't hit you because I track yeah. my darts and I know that they all don't fire straight and it's not just that, hey, the barrel of my gun was pointing at you and I press fire, thus you're dead. Um, so, it's they need to say, and it's going to cause... Like, there's going to be sketchy survivors as well, but, like, it's up to you. And, and I've called out survivors who were trying to dispute shit. I'm like, no, man, you got tagged, you're out. Go away. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the only way the game works. Unless they've got, you know, roaming mods or a dispute resolution system that, like, I don't know, maybe like a an intermission point or something even. Or a point that's not right back at the zombie base where you go and talk to mods. Yeah. Like multiple mod stations or something that... The, the way that it works currently is, isn't good. And, and once you get to night, which is another problem, you can't, you can't track, see anything. You, you can't, can't track shit. your darts beyond a couple of meters, a few meters, which is why... You have to wait until they're point blank before you shoot them to be saying honestly that you've hit them. And uh, it's just, yeah, so they've got idea. good ideas. But in terms of some of the bigger problems and, and you like, you don't want to feel like, you know, like we play a lot of video games and good old Rainbow Six Siege is currently the thing that we're bitching about in terms of hit registry. Like you always want to feel that when you watch that kill cam that it was okay it was justified <laughs> I got outplayed yeah I shot wide you know I, he shot first whatever like not fuck off uh, his blood is coming out of his head I clearly got a headshot on him and, and he didn't die and he's got 100% health like they need to to find a way to make it fair and I think in my mind and I mean it obviously sounds convenient as someone who likes playing as a survivor and doesn't get out early that they put it in terms of survivor but for me I know that I'd be honest and I don't have a problem with well, that the reason it has to be survivor based is also because it, like the the way the game is set up it's inevitable that there will be more zombies than survivors yeah. like it's inevitable that eventually everyone will get out and so it's important that the survivors go out on terms that they're happy with because for a lot of people that will be the memorable moment of the game like obviously we had a lot of memorable moments in our game this like this time around but like the most memorable one for a lot of people will always be the the moment they died and turned into a zombie mm -hmm. And so it's it's important that that's like that memorable moment is like satisfying <laughs> and like just a good experience because otherwise it tars the entire sort of game right like that's basically it you don't want if you were designing a game you wouldn't want people to 
feel like oh well yeah I got cheated out of it and now I have to do like imagine if you were playing a fucking RPG and suddenly it's like yeah hey, look you you got you got killed like a, a motherfucker it's done though you got cheated out of that and now you've got to spend the rest of the game like this like imagine oh fuck Dark Souls right imagine you yeah. got cheat killed in Dark Souls that is the perfect fucking example every time you get cheat killed in Dark Souls you, you get fucking angry I know I do every time the fucking smelter demon kills me fuck him every time he knocks me into a wall and I can't move it's horse shit but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things that I think yeah it like we're 100% on point here like the survivor has to has to call the shots on that one and uh, yeah I think you're right that they do need to create a different system or at least communicate the uh, the rules for mods a bit better because it's so important that you understand that you have options in these situations and like even if going to the mod it was just a case of uh <laughs> what are you doing luke nothing <laughs> okay uh even if going to the mod it was just a situation where where the mod was like well did you hit him and the zombie says, yeah, I got him. Uh, and the survivor says, yeah, but I shot him first. And the mod says, you know what? Like, our rule is the survivor's right. So that's it. Off you go. Because how would how would they even resolve that? You know what I mean? Like, Job, you've just tagged me, but I've shot you first. Or so I say, we go to the mod together to sort it out the way that we're supposed to. And we tell the opposite side of the same story right and it's like mods decision is final and if they haven't made it clear how they do it and maybe that's why they don't because then people just wouldn't even bother going to mods i guess but they don't well, really I want you to they don't yeah that that's the thing like I, I don't think they want you to go to mods but the reality is they have you have to go to mod a mod to just to have a person in a position of authority like once and for all say so that the zombie knows so that the zombie knows that it's not worth disputing, you know? Yeah. But if they just made that rule, like right. if they said, if you go to the mods and this person tells us that they shot first, but then like, what do you do after that as a zombie? If you've come up against someone cheating, do you have to take like witnesses? And that means that you're removing multiple people from the game just to disprove someone. And it just, yeah, I think that they just need to make the rule that it's the survivor's call and, and you're going to get some dicks. But like, one towards the end of the game those people are going to get surrounded they're going to get tagged irrefutably yeah and they're going to get out anyway but what i would like on top of that is a uh system for counting zombie kills because you yep. see zombies running around with tags and i don't know i don't have the perfect solution because you can't really run up and take their tags especially if you're killing and retreating and whatnot so i don't have the perfect system for that but it would incentivize the thing that we did because when we got bored which is to go hunting zombies yeah like it would incentivize groups of zombie killers instead of zombie evaders so you'd have this natural division between people who just want to you know sit out the game as long as possible to try and play for the end game and the people who are well, you know what I actually want to go out and kill some zombies but I want to be rewarded for it mm. I want it like I want to be that zombie guy who's got 30 tags around his neck so that when a zombie comes around the corner they know that we hunt them down mm -hmm. and we don't back off like that stuff would be even better for maybe us. the green ribbons you can take their green ribbons um, it might not be logistically feasible but it would be semi uh 
semi-plausible, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, they've got they, shitloads of ribbon, right? It would also yeah, stop them from, from going and doing what you were saying, Joe, before. Yeah. Was, like, oh, hiding around the way back. They'd have to go all the way back to yeah, Swan. That's really go good. Boom. Holy shit, you know what you could do? Is take ribbons from anyone you kill. Like, other faction players as well. And then they have to go back and get yes. ribbon. Now Holy you're talking. Shit. So all they've got to do is pay for extra ribbon. But yeah, yeah. so the, the idea in that instance, if we're running with this hypothetical, so if we're running away from zombies and we tag a couple while we're running, they would just drop their ribbon on the spot. They don't have to come and give it to us. Yep. And it's up to us whether we want to go back and get it to claim the kill, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. So that would, yeah, stop this whole, I don't know, like, it hey, I killed it. that it one guy it. in the middle of the horde, so uh, you guys can't all touch me because I've got to go get his ribbon and then you've got to let me get, you know, like, yeah. that's stupid. So towards yep. the end it becomes a bit more irrelevant but early on yeah there's three four people rolling around with like ten ribbons green ribbons on their shoulders or wherever you wear them or their belts and it's like okay these guys don't run yep. so that would change the, the psychology of how the zombies approach it yeah we just we just fixed the game that, that is a really good fix, I think. I think it's really good. Um, let's talk about how we went, though. Like, I mean, we were... I killed a lot of people, both undead and Yeah, we killed a lot more than uh, we did last last game. So, they... I, th- I think they did a better job of uh, creating rifts between the factions this time. Um, there was less... Uh, I, I didn't hate the... Um, the... I don't know theater of uh the first zed town this year but i thought they they went down like they toned it down a bit and they made it a bit better a bit more uh i don't know i felt like i could do my own thing a bit more without having to worry about whatever the hell uh o'doyle rules shit was going on uh and, jason uh, Hughes. <laughs> jason Hughes yeah. is fantastic yeah our uh, our our red team leader looked like Jason Muse so fucking much. It was odd. We were waiting for Silent Bob to show up. Um, we were trying to find mis- uh, missions, like trying to get missions unsuccessfully. And, and that was a rough uh, portion of the game. They still haven't really worked out a decent way of like, I don't know, they need more objectives of some sort or even just, I mean, if you had ribbons, you could do a mission where you're just supposed to go get five yeah. Uh, ribbons from the other team continuous like, missions right like that are just there all the time yeah yeah like fuck yeah like and you hand them in and get your coins or whatever they were doing yeah well, I didn't get I, any I, coins I, I never got any of that stuff well, although we, I did we try to, to go people, do it right but, <laughs> yeah we tried to take them like, so uh that was my fa- that was probably my favorite thing in the entire th- uh, game was uh when a group of yellows were escorting one of the NPCs up to red base and uh we sort of stopped them outside of it and uh, the NPCs sort of walked in. They were paying all the yellow uh, players. They're, like, just paying them with money that you could use at some store that I had no idea where like a it quartermaster was. somewhere. Yeah. And, um, and right at the end, uh, I stuck my gun in one of their faces. And I'm like, you know what? Give me the money. And so <laughs> we decided to mug them. And... and <laughs> It was, I, th- I think it was, uh, it wasn't just like, it was, it was pure Daisy shit for me. Like, it was just like old school Daisy shit. It was like, you know what? I, he has something I want and I have a gun. Uh, I'm going to take it. And, uh, but I think for a lot of other people who are around us, it was sort of, uh, like 
big moment for them because they hadn't really understood the dynamic up until that point. Everyone was sort of playing very, uh, I don't know, passive. safe, I guess. Yeah, passive, yeah. And uh, and at that point, yeah, they were like, oh, okay, uh, don't, do, oh, don't do that, don't do that. And then a couple more people, like the, the yellow team sort of brought their guns up and a whole heap, we were at red base, so a whole heap of red guns come up, like just sort of out of reflex. And then people were sort of warming to the idea of taking the money and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then one guy that we'd attached ourselves to for reasons I can't understand <laughs> uh, decided to take charge of the situation and uh, bargain the yellows out and uh, so then we uh, chased down the yellow team <laughs> and we fucking killed them this oh, group yes. of yellows uh, we killed them and uh, out of that situation uh, I pinged one chick in the head <laughs> noggin uh, from not very far away and I created an enemy for life, it seemed. <laughs> she was definitely nemesising up. Nemesising up later. Yeah. <clears throat> she wasn't happy. And, was, uh, that was fantastic. Like, that entire sequence of events was perfect in my mind. That's how it should roll. Uh, they, create, they managed to create a situation where people... Like, there was proper conflict. Uh, it was user sort of orchestrated conflict that wound up being resolved in a manner that anyone could have gotten away with. I mean, the the yellow team could have just piss bolted back to their... Like, they, they took it way too easy, but they knew from then on out that it wasn't going to be that easy. And they knew, and the people at Red Base knew, and, I mean, we were still... I, I got cockier still, and that led to my ultimate demise. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know, that was perfect for me. That's how I feel. Um, yeah. Was that was that where I uh, was that before or after I long shot that guy who was who was taunting us? No, that was a little bit after. That was a little bit after. That was um, <laughs> that was the we just bounced back to red base and you uh, pinged him from out of nothing, like Holy 20, 20 meters away. Yeah. And he saw it coming at the last minute, and he tried to jump, but it just ended up hitting him on the chest. And the the thing that sucked for him because he was taunting us was that like there was a group of like twenty or thirty reds with us as well, and there yeah. was this amazing laugh and <laughs> cheering and jeering yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and I think that kind of yeah, like people started to get fired up with this concept of like let's shoot each other. Yeah. And certain uh, players on the yellow team were not very trusting of red after that. Yep. And That's we were warning our guys that we had started fights with the red, especially people would be like, yeah, we just got shot up by yellow. I'm like, yeah, it's probably our fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was that was good. Like, we, we didn't see a lot of blue. I think the layout of the, the map uh, meant that yellow was sort of in smack bang in the middle. Yeah. And so they did stuff... And to get to blue, we'd have to go basically through yellow. And yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a, I don't know, that was a bit of a mess, I suppose, in terms of map layout. But um, yeah, like our rivalry with yellow was pretty good. I mean, we we created a an, a thorough and uh, extensive infiltration mission to try and steal because yellow managed to steal our flag, red's flag. At one point, uh, through Matahari shit. Uh, Luke will tell you about that story, <laughs> yeah. won't you, Luke? Well, Go on, Luke, tell us how that happened, because I was off trying to get us a new mission. Yeah, so we, was, we were spending time trying to get missions, and um, 
we were waiting at like they had a bunch of picnic benches sitting around the place and uh, a bunch of yellow rolled up this is really early on in the game where we were, everyone was being quite passive and not really shooting anybody we weren't yep. even doing it at that stage um, yeah and then a bunch of uh, school kids rocked up menacing school kids um, who were, who were dr- yeah, dr- dressed up well they were we just didn't know at the time uh, who were dressed up in like full full school uh, schoolgirl and schoolboy outfits and we're just kind of casually chatting to some of us and and started walking around and I don't know we, we were Nathan was kind of like let's let's shoot them um, so he started getting into position and then we started rounding up some of the other people that were with and they were kind of like oh yeah I don't know we'll see yep. um, and we were trying to trying to get like more people around to do this because it just didn't seem like anybody wanted to shoot them and there was probably about eight of them at that stage right uh, and then I think I was like, where's Job gone? Cause I was like, he's been gone for a while. Like we're about to shoot people. Um, and then I think I turned around and started looking for you and then I turned back and they were running away or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, people started shooting, shooting at them at that stage because they had, they'd nicked off with our flag. Yep. Um, if it would have been about 10 seconds more, we would have probably shot them, but I, I don't think we had enough people at that stage to take them down. It. Um, there was eight of them. People were reluctant to fire, and, and yeah, the that thing was the problem. Is that like if someone starts shooting on my faction, I'm going to start shooting regardless. But if you fire first and nobody follows your lead, then I mean, like in retrospect, it didn't matter because we were at red base, so should have done it. Should have got people fired up, and that would have had to have made them force their hand to grab the flag. But yeah. Just standing around trying to convince these people that they need to shoot these yellow people like discreetly so that you're not like let's fucking shoot them and yeah. they you know do what they're going to do or they open fire first so but like people just sitting around and they're like right in our base right next to the flag oh we just want to get some selfies next to the flag and i'm like well, this is not good news guys we shouldn't be give- sending the message that people can just walk into our base yeah. and we won't kill them See, it's because I was missing. Because I was, uh, I was itching. I was itching to murder someone. Yeah, and that's I, what we were I'm, trying to do. It was get you. So, we, hey, Joe, we're gonna finally get some people. Right. And yeah. I don't know where you were, but um, deeper in the base, unfortunately, trying to get a submission. And then yeah. I come back, and you guys, they stole a flag, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then we went to try and get the flag back. Yes. Which was awesome because that's when Joby's little nemesis came into play. Right. So, uh, so it was actually, it was like. Really well timed, because as we were doing it, the witch was being unleashed. And uh, the witch is a siege breaker character. We've talked about it before. Basically, she's invincible. Uh, apparently, they introduced some ma- methods for her to be killed. But uh, I never well, saw not them. Well, not killed, uh, just... Stopped. I of- don't think they worked. Right. Like, there was these spiky balls that people were carrying, and there was at least two different colors that I saw. Yeah. But... When we had the last siege, and you were gone by this time, Joe, this is when the, the night was falling and they sieged red base because we had the most numbers. Yep. And the main mod guy came over and he's like, oh, you've got heaps of people. That's good to see. Uh, and I'm like, they're going to yeah. send a witch in yep. uh, and we are gone. But uh-huh. this one this one guy was like, it's all right. We've got witch protection. And I saw him throw it at her. And then I saw her keep running. So- <laughs> 
Right. I don't know so if he didn't this... use it correctly yeah. or maybe what. stopped working in nighttime or but something. Yeah, yeah, but it definitely didn't work, oh, and uh, that was a mistake to think yeah. that we could stop the witch. But our, our our leader was saying that we had protection. Like he was. I did hear Chasing Muse say that a bunch. But of times. Uh, he was like the anti-player player because we had a mission, ongoing mission, to find our original zombie. And I was like, have we found it yet? Do you know who it is? And he was like, uh, have we? I don't know. And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you, yeah. <laughs> are you leading us or are you leading us into destruction? Yeah, not very helpful. I think uh, he was not being helpful because what I'd heard was that we were winning at that time. Oh, yeah. Red, red team was always winning. Like, we lost our flag, but it didn't fucking matter. We had the most players by the longest longest way. Even when I was a zombie, up until, like, when I went with the witch into the the final run, uh, the final siege attack on Red, red base, um, I didn't see anyone pitch a fucking spiky ball at her, though, unfortunately. I did. Uh, it's amazing. Hilarious. That's when we all ran. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, one of the one of the things that um, I I could always tell was that like they kept saying, you know what, um, we got to stop going at yellow and blue, they're done. We have to go break red, and they kept saying it, and and it took like half an hour for them to decide to actually drag the witch over there, but um, yeah, it was solid. Red won one hundred percent. But um, we were talking about. So the witch was being unleashed for the first time, and uh, we decided to use it as cover to go steal our goddamn flag back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, idea. Yellow had a really, 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 really <laughs> defensible position. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was it was a rough ask, but that uh, we decided to roll on in and see what we could do, and uh, we got. We must have wrapped all the way, like the longest way around the back of Yellow to get to where we were. And uh, when we got there, there were some Reds trying to negotiate their way through and they weren't able to get through. And then suddenly up on... So Yellow's base was basically underneath this like stadium seating area, essentially. And so they had these two catwalks on either side uh, and a bridge across the middle that they could all stand on and shoot down from anytime you would try to walk through the the road. And they were extremely gung-ho about uh, not letting people pass. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we, um, I don't know, uh, <laughs> decided to use the witch's cover. Like, when we were coming up uh, at the top of one of these... Uh, stands was yeah the chick I'd beamed in the head earlier <laughs> out of 850 people yeah yeah I know. there's that fucking asshole <laughs> there's that fucking asshole <laughs> from she before yells she yells it at the top and they just start fucking firing at me yep. and they, none of them have range and I'm like sort of dancing around like an idiot uh, <laughs> goading them because uh, I'm a clown and uh then the witch screams and uh, everyone like stops. Everyone, everything stops, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" Because that's the first time it happens. Yeah, like the witch had just been unleashed, and they're like, "Oh shit, okay." And uh, she was coming at Yellow, and I think Yellow was doing quite well at that point with the flags and the heavily defensible position, but um, they didn't hang around at all. 
And so, uh, yeah, I, um, I walked out into the middle of the road and then I walked up onto the top of the seating, the up near the bridge area, looped around uh, and the witch sort of swept on through and she wasn't going to do anything to the leader. Uh, I don't think she attacks because the leaders are NPCs as well. So I don't think she was ever going to attack the NPC leader of Yellow. And uh, so she went past, but uh, she basically cleaned out Yellow and there were a bunch of people up on the top area, uh, but I'd walked in and uh, free reign basically walked up uh, there were three people left in yellow base on the ground. Uh, two dudes next to the leader and the leader. And uh, I shot the two dudes. I just walked up. I had, I think I was rocking the, the dual hammer shots at this point. And I just shot one, shot the other. And they're like, wait, what? And they turned around and I'm like, I can grab the, the flag off their <laughs> desk. And I fucking started sprinting. They're like, wait, no. And I am fucking piss bolting it. And I made about 10 steps towards red base. And uh, there was, I don't know, 100 darts coming at me from the top. And uh, I, got, I got pinged pretty bad. And I dropped the flag on the ground and I walked off. And uh, that was pretty dumb. <laughs> well, it was a great <laughs> I, idea. I, I don't know how I thought, like, what I thought was going to go. I don't know how I thought I was getting out of there. I thought I, the I, witch was going to sweep up top, and that's why it was going to be good because she was going to she's going to clear the little stadium thing where your nemesis was, and then she was going to go across the bridge. Yeah, so there was no one up top, which would have given because I thought you'd bolted when the witch came, and then ah, yeah, later that you were shot, which yeah. makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great plan, and yeah, we probably should have all gone in together, but. I think it would have been a lot harder if we'd all gone in. Like, the amount of time I had to stand there sort of covering my armband. Like, not covering, covering it, because I didn't want to be a dickhead, but I was sort of angling it away from people as they walked past. And uh, I heard a couple... Hide your gun. Like, hold your gun like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was standing against a wall, like, leaning against a wall on my arm and shit. Like, just trying to hide the fact (laughs) that I was a red dude fucking 15 meters from their flag. And, uh... Yeah, the amount of time I had to, like, do that would not have been possible if there was, like, fucking four of us uh, hanging out trying to do exactly the same thing. And the amount of people, like, a bunch of people, um, like, I got caught once, but a bunch of people looked at me, like, looked at me properly. And the only time I got caught was, uh, yeah, this group of four walked past and this chick goes, he's got a red armband, and they've all turned around. I, I'm just trying to get away from the witch, hey? And they're like... Oh yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's Fuck. people. People don't want to shoot first, so I think that if you, if you kind of stormed in before that it's registered, they they would have been done. But uh, on the topic of armbands, I think that there should be a uniform position that you have to wear them. Even yeah, it has to be the left arm because the amount of times that you're scanning someone amongst their cosplay colors, especially because if they know they're in a certain faction, they might wear bits of those colors, but you won't see the ribbon. So I'm looking left arm, right arm, wrists, you know, head. And I'm like, I can't tell what faction this person's on. So they've got an incredible advantage. So again, make that shit uniform. Well, all the zombies have to wear it on their head. So yeah, I don't see why it's a problem. Um, yeah, I've, I saw someone wearing their fucking thing on their belt. Yeah, like, exactly. That's just ridiculous. Come on. Um, nobody's looking there. Like, they tied it all the way around the belt as well. Like, for fuck's sake. That is good yeah. thing. Just make it one arm or the other. 
keep it simple and yeah it, it, most of the like if they have people at their base who are having to respawn people as well yeah um, then you can keep it uniform and that way like again it's about maintaining the momentum of the game and I don't want to have to think about like what faction are you in before I shoot you I just want to know where to glance and yep. then determine straight away whether I want to fire or not and, and as what happens always once the zombies start outnumbering the factions stop mattering yeah so it doesn't yeah. matter in in the in the end game, but certainly during the early and mid games it could have. Yeah. I think just in terms of that map design, and they may have been kind of a bit hamstrung by the fact that of the layout of the place that they had. Yeah. yeah. What they should have done and may have tried to do, but we couldn't tell from the missions, was they should have got blue encouraged blue and red to have a an alliance to take down yellow. So coming from both sides, and then if you've got this kind of like other game going where the factions are not just fighting amongst each other but you're always trying to get two to align with each other uh, to turn against the other one because then there's greater numbers and you can get different resources or different things from them I think that would help to make the early game and the mid game a lot better but the mid game would get more intense because then you've got to worry about the zombies yeah you've got to worry about both the faction that you've pissed off spent all game pissing off and the zombies and it'd be exciting for the, the faction that's getting like slams because they are constantly a war like it would be that'd be fantastic that'd be awesome but uh they're also at their spawn zone so they kind of have the advantage of knowing like if we go out and die we've only got to walk 10 meters back to respawn anyway so it's yep. not that big a deal yeah although i do wonder how that would go with uh i guess you'd have to just let go of a lot of kills that occurred inside their base because you'd never yeah. get those fucking tags um, so what was so I told you guys my ultimate memorable moment what was yours Luke um, I'm not too sure like it, it was you were bit... one of the last what 30 alive yeah pretty much. how'd late. you die <laughs> uh, how did I die so um, after you died it was getting pretty late at that stage right it was yeah. what, 8 o'clock ish or something like that yeah 7.30 Mm-hmm. That was eight-ish. Eight-ish, yeah. It was pretty dark, um, and we pretty much just uh, teamed up with whoever was with us, uh, a group of guys, and and we're just kind of running around. Um, so after Nathan went, I, I kind of turned around and looked to see where he was, and I could see him talking to somebody, but some dude like just full-on stacked it. Um, and that's when I turned around and I see what was going on, and kind of everybody stopped and went to go help him. Uh, but then... When that happened, I turned back around and I couldn't find the guys we were with anymore. So I just kind of ran and went with the crowd. Uh, and then we got to a point where there was no real leader. So I was kind of guiding people to where I thought we should be going. Um, because I didn't really think it was a good idea to stay out in the open. It was probably best to go back or like keep looping around these corridors and running down the alleyways and just trying to keep out of the main area because it's. At that stage, it's 100 people versus 700 people. Yep. And you've got no chance as soon as you um, come up against any horde. Uh, so, yeah, we ran around for about an hour. Um, we basically went from red base all the way around to blue and then up to the stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, did a pretty good job of avoiding uh, the zombies. But uh, it got to pretty late it was close to nine o'clock i think and uh there was probably 15 of us at this stage 10 
who went up to, into the stadium and were just kind of working our way back around there. Uh, and at this stage, it was pitch black. Like, you couldn't see anything. It was it was quite dangerous as well because they had um, all this scaffolding kind of set up around the stadium and these barricades with concrete, uh, like, cinder blocks holding up um, these walls. And, like, you couldn't see any of this stuff because it was just so dark. Yep. So, we managed. I managed to basically do one entire loop of the stadium and then made it out into where zombie spawn was and was like, well, I can't really go back to red base because it sounds like there's things happening in that direction. Um, so I thought I'd just chill out in the stadium for a while because I thought that would be the, the leaving point because we'd done a mission earlier that forced us to do a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't think it turned out to be that area. But as I was kind of leading a bunch of people around, we... Um, uh, they decided to just camp in the zombie area and I was like, oh, I'm out of here. Like, we're, I'm pretty sure we're dead. Like, we don't have anyone with us. We've gotten on. Uh, and you know where the yellow base was, it, that that bridge we were talking about? I was I was hanging around that part and there's probably about 20 people just running at me and I started shooting a bunch of them and ran out of ammo in both my weapons and was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm pretty done <laughs> at this stage. Like, I couldn't do much else of that. Um, cause yeah, nowhere to run, no way, no one, no way to shoot. There was no one left with us. Uh, cause we're in probably the last 30 minutes, maybe less than that. I'm not too sure. It seemed to end quite a while after that from what I was reading on, um, Facebook, but yeah, I don't know. It was a weird way to go out. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't exciting either. Like it was just like, ah, oh, I ran out of ammo. Like nothing. Dude, you're, I think you're looking at it wrong. I mean, that is that is the fucking... Going, you're going down in a blaze of glory. You're going out until you've fired everything you've got. That is the but, perfect way but to that, go out. That was the way I went out. Like, the guy, the, the people that were with me didn't want to shoot anybody or... It was that kind of vibe. Like, they just wanted to run around. It's like, well, we can't run around. We need to find a place and chill and try and take out as many as we can because you can't outrun them. It's, yeah, it's people, not going to happen. I think people wind up failing at, uh, at, like, realizing that people, like, zombies that are on their way back yeah. to the zombie spawn are not zombies who can kill you. Hmm. And I think people forget it. Like, they tend to forget it that you should just always kill any zombie whenever you can. Like, as soon as you've got, if there's three of you, fucking go kill yeah. that solo zombie. Go kill the two zombies, the three zombies. All the way up to fucking six. You're safe on six zombies with yeah. uh, three of you. And Probably we, more. We had like, that happen as well. Like when we were running around the back of the alleys, kind of like near behind Yellow, where um, there was probably about 40 or 30 zombies and there was a group of 15 of us. And they were like coming at us. But as soon as I was like, hey, let's go towards them. Don't run because we can take them on. Yep. They, they turned around straight away and took off because... Yeah, fuck yeah. And so we started chasing them and shooting a bunch of them and killed a bunch that way. But yeah, there was a point where people just didn't want to shoot anymore. And you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to do much, <laughs> much yeah. else by myself. It's it's tricky because like there's I guess there's nothing technically wrong with wanting to play the game where you run and hide and live and fight rarely. But I don't want to run with you. And it would yeah. be nice if, I guess, maybe even if there was a way of identifying that early on. Like, because... 
And I guess the way you'd tell with the ideas that we've suggested is that if someone's got a lot of zombie kills on them, you're probably going to get along with them. Because yeah. we teamed up with some mill simmers, which are still uh, not supposed to be in the game, but are every year. Yeah. And uh, I like them, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the positions as well. Uh, Luke, when we were running around behind the back, yeah. and a group of them came around the corner, and these guys were immediately like... Hold, hold your line yeah we tried to call Push towards them, but everyone else ran back so he's like we're gonna just walk backwards slowly and they stood back they didn't want to they didn't want to run in um that was also just before that was one of the the most hilarious and and best little moments of the game for me was because we were moving through the back area where there was lots of corners lots of corners lots of shipping containers and zombies were hiding them hiding them earlier for easy kills and we rooted them all out but there was this moment where someone came around a corner with a gun and pointed and this dude just like screamed and he's like oh thank god you're, oh yeah <laughs> you're survivors and he'd, he'd just been hiding in a hole basically for scared 15 minutes he said and he was just, yeah so happy that we weren't zombies <laughs> <laughs> and that we kind of we kind of saved him I guess he was like but, can I come with you yeah and, and we let him but can like can I come too yeah but going back to what Luke was talking about earlier, when I was walking back to the zombie respawn, there was this nice little timid guy with me as well who got tagged, and I was like, how did you get tagged? And he said, the guy who stacked it, the one Luke talked about, he's yeah. like, I went over to help him, and then the zombie just tagged me. And I'm like, uh, I wouldn't accept that, man. Yeah, like, you've stopped to be a decent person. Yeah. So, game's on pause. Like, as it, like, I didn't see the stack. I imagine if I had, I would have gone over as well. But yeah, like, I heard it. <laughs> But, like, that, it sounded nasty from what was described. So, yeah. yeah, you're helping someone. It's like, oh, well, I've got you. You're out. Give me your tags. You're like, just fuck off. Like, yeah. I'm helping someone. Go away. I'm probably going to have to help them limp back to somewhere. Like, you know. That would have been one of those situations where, like, other zombies would have been the best way to combat that. Yeah. Like, other zombies saying, don't be a fuckwit. Well, they did. Help, help them out. They, there was a couple of them that did, but then some of them just didn't give a fuck. But that's like the number one rule that they printed out and handed out. Don't yeah. be a dickhead. Don't, I don't would dickhead. say that that probably falls under like, don't be a dickhead. Because like, even if one of your own gets tagged, which is what happened the game before when Katie got tagged and ultimately ended up disputing it. Like, we're still in the game. Everyone's still in the game. So you don't want to go forward and say, okay, we're hitting the pause button. Let's have a chat about this. Like, you still got your guns up. The zombies are still trying to come at you around the discussion to get easy kills. So, but, like, when something big happens, it's like, guys, at the end of the day, this is a fucking game, and someone's so just so. stacked it. Yeah. So let's let's deal with that, and let's come back to the game after this. Like, Yo. even yeah. if you were in a position to tag me, and it, it's undeniable, but, like, I'm helping someone. Like, <laughs> chill out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I saw someone stack it. I, I saw some shit, actually. I saw... Uh, I stopped a fist fight. Uh, I saw someone properly fucking stack it. I don't know how hard this person stacked it that you guys are talking about. But this person... He stacked I, it. I'm yeah. certain they broke some toes and they might have hurt themselves worse. Uh, running around the stadium and there was uh, the concrete steps and they're oh. basically full-blown, like, kicked ah. steps and then fallen into a bin. <laughs> taking the bin down. Uh, and they they weren't they weren't having a good time, uh, and these yeah these two dudes who were like gonna punch on and like they had hold of each other's like shirts and they were like shoving 
shoving their fists into like each other's faces and shit like I, I can't understand how it gets to that point where you've got to actually stop people from resorting to physical violence it doesn't fucking matter that much like I could definitely see getting like arcing up like I arc up all the time I arc up over fucking nothing I'll arc up over fucking Getting you guys give me shit in Rainbow <laughs> Six exactly <laughs> right but I'm never gonna fucking resort to physical violence about it and it's just I just don't understand people who operate that fucking way right like it just doesn't make any sense oh, I think you gotta play seriously I, li- I like that our group dynamic that we we understand it's a game at the end of the day but we still play to win so yep. we're not these losers who are just like oh who cares man didn't have to shoot the zombies because it's just a game like no take it seriously yep. but if it comes down to a dispute you, you're not gonna like yeah punch someone in the mouth to prove that you're right uh, and it's just it's just silly I mean we saw earlier on during the day I think all three of us when we were walking across that little park in the middle mm. we saw this this poor guy isolated out in the front of his group and everyone just kind of watching this zombie sprint at him and probably similar to what happened with you Joby although it looked really bad like he takes a few step backwards and this zombie's just full pelt run into his chest yep. <laughs> and he's gone flying and thankfully he had a backpack which I'm assuming saved him but then yeah not only had, did he have to give up his tags I imagine like his friends were there and it's like I would have just felt so betrayed like nobody else was shooting at this guy sprinting at me while my back was to him like come on well two things first of all that is almost exactly how I went down except my friends weren't around because I decided to leave you guys yes Uh, (laughs) so the the way I died uh, let's let's talk about that very quickly but the way I died is uh, we were at that paddock and I decided we were we were basically planning on on fighting off a big bunch of zombies and I decided to squeeze around and uh, get them on the sly so I was going to duck around a corner and shoot a bunch of them and so it seemed like a good idea at the time and then as soon as I turned around the corner uh, there were uh, a bunch of zombies already there Um, they'd I don't know they'd gotten there a lot quicker than I expected and one of them was already at like half sprint pace <laughs> and he just gunned it as soon as he saw me and I shot him um, I emptied both fucking barrels into him um, from I don't know less than half a meter away Ouch. right into his chest uh, and uh, but he still went and uh, he put like he tagged me and I was sort of walking backwards dodging and as soon as he reached out to tag me I've like sort of yelled out I just fucking shot you but I've also taken a couple of steps backwards a lot faster as well and uh fallen down on my ass and uh and then so yeah he went over i went down on my bite uh and one of his mates walked up behind him he's like yeah you definitely shot him like yeah yeah i thought so and he's like yeah but i got you and uh, i'm like um yeah okay okay um (laughs) But that's that's what I mean. Like, the, there's either a rage death or a resigned death. Like, oh yeah, okay. And that seems to be the experiences that we have. Is not like this. Yeah, man, got me fair and square. Jumped out of the shadows. Like that kill you described at the end, Joby, where you made that person shit their pants. <laughs> like there was no way that guy was going to dispute that out of the shadows kill, right? Yeah. No. Uh, and, and that's a good death. Uh, yeah. A death you can accept. And I get that. The I I can feel that they like that you don't feel a a nerf dart hitting you yep. necessarily but the reality is that like tag or touch football you can hit their shirt 
and that's a hit. Yeah. You know? And and in touch, like, you've got to be willing to go, okay, yeah, you said you got my shirt, you got my shirt, I can't feel it, whatever. And, and when you died, like, we didn't know you were dead at this stage, there was... Um, that was when I had my first dispute. When I hit a guy who was trying to jump through the air, hit him in the chest, and I'm like, got you. And he was like, no, you didn't. So I just moved on to other targets. But yeah. it was clear he wasn't going out. So then I shot him in the face. Oh. And he was like, oh, fuck, yeah, you got me that time. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't trust you right now. So I'm going to try to hit you <laughs> in uh, somewhere where you're going to feel it. And, yeah. and that's what I mean. Like, it shouldn't shouldn't have to come to that the nerf guns are already mostly inaccurate yeah uh, so that you want to aim center mass yep. and short of the ones who are not wearing shirts or whatever like and even some of them where you're like i hit you and they're like no you didn't i know what it feels like and you're like but i saw it bounce off you dude i don't know what to, i don't know what else to say like <laughs> like yeah it's it's not good but you also missed out on an uh, amazing player there joby or you might have seen him uh mm-hmm. he had a gym bag filled with socks balled up socks right and he was just goading them to come at him and he just was like throwing shuriken style <laughs> uh, underhanded socks as they got closer to him and he was he was cleaning up but then he was like everyone help me get my socks and then running around and like, but he must have had like, I picked one up and threw him at him <laughs> and it's like and you're out now it's like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well the the second point I was going to make is that um when I first became a zombie, uh, it took me ages to get my first kill, about half an hour. You tried to get us, you fucking dirty bastard. I was just coming to say hello. Why would you do that? Like, you know we're going to kill you. I just wanted you guys to be, like, zombies as well. <laughs> That's just in zombie nature. Well, we do, like, maybe if we'd separated from each other, Luke, we would have had a better chance. But we stick together. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, it took me a while. Eventually, I've, I've wrapped around. I was hanging out near Red Base because I was trying to get the the sly kill on you guys. <laughs> and uh, I have so there were these there there were these tiny little meter wide alleyways near Red Base that zombies would sort of hide behind the underneath these sheds. Yep. And uh, they were really hard to see around and. Uh, it was rough. It was rough if you're going through them. And uh, if you're a zombie, it was a zombie and they knew about you. It was even rougher still because it was basically a perfect channel of fire for a nerf dart. Because even if it deviated a little bit, it'd probably bounce off the wall and get you. Um, so it was it was a bad place to be. But I found myself there anyway, uh, just after being chased off from Red Base again. And uh, I found myself sort of hanging out on the side area waiting and uh, out in this big field near road base which is where a lot of action went down to be honest um there was a bunch of mill simmers from red uh all sort of pushing back this group of about 20 or 30 zombies and 20 or 30 zombies at this point must have been about a third of all the zombies um there weren't a lot of zombies uh and yeah they were like the zombies were ducking in and trying to get what they could and and seeing what they could do and um this one dude started walking like further and further out and he got about 10 meters away from the rest of his milsim buddies and uh like 10 entire meters and two of the zombies in the field just sprinted at him and he sort of he got one easy and then he sort of swung around at the other and uh and I could tell. I could tell as soon as they went in that he was going to have trouble because uh, he was he had like a 
big two-handed gun and uh so he couldn't like aim very easily he didn't have two guns or anything like that he had to swing all the way around and so he swung all the way around but uh as soon as he shot the first guy i was out i was fucking bolting from where i was and i was about 50 meters away uh, all the way down underneath these sheds and he was close to the middle of the field and i'm bolting out into this field and uh he shoots the other guy and then turns around and his milsim buddies are like no no turn around behind you and uh i've closed the distance by now and uh i'm about five meters away and he swings out on me and i slide onto the ground on on one leg and i slap him on the side of the leg and he fires wildly above me and uh he yeah he dropped his gun he's like wow amazing <laughs> fuck awesome and then the mill simmers came up and they like shot me and i'm like i don't care give me the tags and uh i took all the fucking skin off my fucking leg <laughs> but not deep enough to take any hair off and uh it was one of the most painful things that i've had to do like watching that was one of the most painful things i've had to do in a long fucking time because sand got in it sand got in it deep sand got in my gash and uh <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. My hairy, hairy, sandy gash. Um, but, but like you, you going back to what you talked about way at the beginning. Not only did you get an awesome kill for you, that's like a great story to tell. You gave that guy the sort of death that he can then go and tell and still sound like, like, well, man, you deserve to get like that's amazing. Like, what an amazing way to get killed. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's what everyone looks for in the game but it doesn't always happen but it would like there are ways to make it happen right that, like, I guess that's what we keep coming back to is is trying to socially construct a manner in which that happens more often than it doesn't happen I think that's the most important thing because the ways we get killed tend to be not in that manner yeah yeah cheaters and this shit that could be disputed and all that sort of stuff like i mean the last game to be fair i i was out when i got when i got tagged i was i was out i was they had multiple tanks in that game and yeah i'm like okay there's a tank running at me and i'm not willing to sprint anymore so i'll let him tag me and that was it like that was fine I, I got cornered. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, th this this game and even within that game, the sort of arguments that we didn't seem to really have in the first game, did we? Yeah. No. No, we didn't. Um, yeah. I wonder why that is. I know. I know that the first game was a lot more uni students and a lot less of the uh, hardcore zombie nerf. Uh, yeah. Nerf teams and mills. Yeah. Nerf groups on facebook and shit like hvz australia or some shit and nerf australia and all this kind of stuff uh they have started like they're the bulk of the players now are these people who take nerf extremely seriously and uh, i say that without any hints of irony being how seriously you take this shit but uh yeah it's uh i don't know that's interesting the way that it's changed the social dynamics of the game I you think, think that, that people obsessed with nerf would be less inclined to cheat. Well, I don't know. I mean, I seem to encounter a few of those players and I do the filthy, what seem to be first-time cowards who, uh -huh. who back off at the first sight of a zombie who haven't realized that, uh, while, well, yes, they are a zombie, um, they can't sprint forever. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they, if they've been running for a while, and you've seen them running for a while, you can probably out-jog them, <laughs> or yeah. just shoot them when they get really close just to piss them off for wasting their time. So, you know, there's, like, the cool thing about it, in theory, is that the uh, zombies have to employ tactics as well, and also that at range, as you learn very quickly, they can dodge your nerf rounds yeah. uh, very easily, and they also lose a lot of accuracy after say about five meters yeah so it's it's you have to like when you're getting into it when you hear the witch scream when you see a horde come at you like you have to kind of really steal yourself uh and be willing to fire but like also there seems to be people who are willing to let you die so that they can live oh yeah which i guess is fine to a certain extent but it's like nobody has to die here yeah like if two of you just step up and even when you went off to do your own thing and died yeah, <laughs> we were we were having trouble like rallying a few people who were kind of looking at us like, oh, they might all die, so it's probably better if we get away. And we're like, dudes, we we have even numbers right now, and they are determining whether they want to take us on, and they did, and we I think nobody died. I I nearly died because I had uh, two of them come at me, and I shot both of them, but one of them kept going. Yeah. Uh, and I had like another oh no I actually shot you dude and then the guy that was with him was like yeah yeah he actually shot you I saw it like that sort of thing like another story like that yeah it's just not rampant at all is it yeah yeah um, um but also like we, we had a, a, a bit and I still don't know if it's true or not but when Nathan and I were running around the back and um that moment where we were kind of uh, trying to hold off a horde and a few of us were, were kind of walking backwards um, and they were kind of stuck at that stage but they um, they either threw a, wit a witch at us or they were pretending there was a witch and that's that's where we got a bit confused because the people like were going no there's no witch there like they're just cheating type thing like there's no way to stop that either yeah, um, yeah. all you do is you hear a scream and you're like well it could be a witch but nobody could see one um so it could be a girl that was hiding behind them or something. Like, there's no way for us to tell. Yeah. I don't think they should be able to do that. Definitely no. not. And I don't, I don't think they should really be able to talk too much. I mean, I don't have a problem with them talking to each other. Dude, but you're never going to stop them from talking. Like, that's you can't, you can't tell people to completely zombify themselves. No, no, I'm not saying that they have to like walk slowly and then literally brains. But I'm talking about like yelling out shit like that like specifically that or, well, or even they might not have even done the scream man like we heard someone yell out there's a witch coming but we don't know if that was a survivor no well there was a scream but generally she would be out in front and do that and we couldn't see anybody there was uh one of the plays that we did as the zombies was uh was we had the witch stay at the back of the pack we watched that happen <laughs> <laughs> And then we melted off as she, as suddenly there's a witch and uh, it fucked. Yeah. That was at Red Base. Yeah. We were yeah. coming back at the time and we're like, mm, maybe we should just chill here for a bit and see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I was reminded when you said you nearly died, uh, I was reminded of the time I nearly died underneath the sheds when a fucking zombie came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> like he must have been hiding there for well longer than he should have been and uh, comes out. And he must have been half a step away from me and you two motherfuckers put him down. It was so close. I was so done. And uh, that was pretty fucking amusing. Well, you saved me as well. I mean, well, 
yeah, yelling at me enough, but like he was running at me and mm-hmm. I turned around. I shot him as well, but he was hit by the time he got to me and he was like, yeah, never turn you back. But like at the same time, uh-huh. it's something I've always wanted to try, which is baiting and shit like, yeah, but shit like that. But like, it's also not just trusting your teammates, but trusting that the nerf guns will fire yeah. straight or that the person will fire. accept that they've been hit yeah, or that they'll fire at all. Yeah. You had some misfires, didn't you? Like again, I didn't have any any misfires. I had one jam on me. Um, yeah, that was alright. Like oh, I got yeah. to a stage where whenever there was a a decent amount of zombies, I would just get out my holster um, just in case. Because yeah, it was it was easier just to have uh, something else in my hand rather than just take a chance. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I wound up ditching the uh, Dilmaolisher and going with just two hammer shots and I gotta be honest that's all I'm gonna take next time I'm gonna be fucking wide up and shit you were the first one that died though remember yeah true I think you should go next level and just like get a custom vest made with like like uh, Boondock Saints with the six pistol holsters that is amazing so you're carrying like eight or ten (laughs) because that would be my biggest problem is that like ten rounds isn't just not enough for you but if someone knows their guns or they know that you've got a revolver they're gonna like he's only got X amount of shots Uh, yeah because it does it definitely fires more reliably and uh, has the legs to oh, take yeah. things down a distance than the other nerf guns. It's a great gun, but it's only got five rounds. So that is the only downside. And yeah, you do only have ten. Um, I was thinking of of just getting two holsters, always walking around with two guns out, and then if it came to it, dropping the guns and grabbing out two more. <laughs> well, you could have them on like a string. Or- thing like attached I could have them yes. so that, that would be the solution for that but that's a good idea but like still yeah 20 shots I think psychologically even for the zombies and for you is, is much better especially if they see you your accuracy and they see that you're hitting them like they'd start to doubt but if they're like he's only got 10 shots and he fired off 8 of them <laughs> yeah yeah that's true um, it is one of those situations where you'd probably just have to start running once you'd fired off I don't know six shots um the the alternative is to get a significantly better auto auto, auto gun yeah yeah there were some like guys that had them like what you've got because i fucking love your gun i wish yeah, i had that awesome. gun what is it the rapid fire cs rapid fire xs uh, which is like it wasn't even supposed to be the xs i tried to find one i couldn't i ordered the regular and they sent me the xs and i was just like it must be my birthday because (laughs) it's like there are times when it fires off but i find that if i just stuck with the same darts like because by the end you're mixing and matching you know green darts with orange darts with black our black darts darts, darts, that um your accuracy suffers right for it and some of them are literally different sizes yeah uh, yeah some of the smaller like the non-zombie green ones are smaller yeah um so yeah i found that that was impacting my accuracy but early on man it's just and if they see a 35 round mag and you you just can take on like three or four of them comfortably yeah by holding down fire uh-huh but you know i've got the um the rhino is that what it is? If yeah, the rhino. Yeah, that. yeah, the rhino. That's uh, surprisingly accurate. Right. That's about 50 rounds. Yeah, far out. So maybe we've got to get a decent strap for it, Joby. And you maybe, can, yeah, maybe. You can run with rhino as secondary, which would be the best. Oh, my lord, yes. 
Sorry, I'm out of yep. my 10 rounds. Yeah, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Keep coming. Oh, wait. Here comes 50. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Um, I am definitely keen to see how they're going to do next year's uh, runs because I... Look, I, I love I love it. I do love it. I have so much fun. Um, it is it is almost exactly what I want out of out of such a thing. There are like we've talked. I mean, fuck, it might even sound like we didn't enjoy ourselves, but I I'm, I know you guys liked it. I know you guys had fun. yeah yeah for yeah, sure. sure. It, it is the, we're the just Rebus, critiquing it. <laughs> like Rebus 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 yeah. or Battlefront of gaming in that. There's some issues, technical issues with the back end, but once you get into a game, once you get into those moments, once you have those little emergent stories that we've been talking about, it is fun. But it's just, there are some things that are just kind of create, like after the last two games, create a bit of a cloud of uncertainty, and they kind of make me want to be more of a dick player, and not in the terms of cheating, but in terms of the things I've suggested of like, if I know I've hit you, I'm going to keep running, because I got out for being honest and stopping to at least have the decency to discuss and that's why I died I probably would have died you know 20 meters up the the road or whatever but it just it would have been a legitimate death at least I would have been run down and felt like yeah I had tried yeah I I just you don't want to die like that you don't want to feel like you shouldn't have and I think they need to get rid of that and we've certainly had enough experiences just with our little group of three or four uh the game before to to make me feel that either we're the most unlucky people in the world or that this is happening more commonly than it should be and there there are simple little rule changes the the way they could um where they could address that yeah absolutely yeah definitely and and i'd be i'll be really interested to see uh, if they do, like, I'm definitely going to fill out the. I didn't fill out the, the form last time, but I I've already started, jotting down my uh, my notes and. Send a link. I want to do it too. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we want it to be better, right? Like, at yeah, the end that's of the it. Day, right? We love the game, but there are some frustrating things that we feel are addressable. It's not broken. It's it's totally. It's you know ninety percent of the way there. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the missions is uh, something I'd like to see them work on. Like, they had some cool stuff at the end where they got all the factions to go put beacons in the stadium and kind of team up towards the end. Like, we tried to do missions, but we just weren't given anything. Yeah. Well, the app was was broken. Yeah, Um, it was, again, the worst one. And then when we went to get manual missions from our esteemed leader, he was useless. Yes. <laughs> he didn't want to give us missions, he told us to wait, and then he had no missions. Yeah. And then, like, Job couldn't get a mission, apparently, because I was down as the squad leader. Yeah, and then I eventually got a individual mission to go find, hunt the OZ, but that was just... Yeah, seems a bit, that? like, busy work. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sort of already doing that, aren't I? Obviously everyone is so we all had that and yeah. that's yeah that's like a persistent mission or getting your five zombie kills or whatever yeah. or getting five you know yellow faction kills this is all stuff that could be ongoing persistent missions that keeps people out in the field but then the bigger ones come through and they should be worth a bit more they should be harder yeah yeah trickier like go get a photo of zombie respawn or something like that like inside I, if if they had been able to send missions globally, I think that would have been a lot, a lot better. But once it became apparent that missions were being sent to the wrong teams and shit, uh, I think they shut it down. I think that was what happened. And so there were fuel canisters and shit that people were picking up that yeah. I like no saw, idea. but never what, even like, heard what did a they single do? thing about. Um, and if they were, if they're doing it over the radio, then unfortunately, once again, 
the radio app failed every single time I attempted to use it. And I was only using it on the hour when it was supposed to be playing stuff and it would just play nothing or it would play music. And I mean... that's fine. Like they could actually make that part of the game. Like have a like it's fucked up twice now. So have a backup plan. Like have little radios with the faction leaders, and you're manually sending through missions. And you're like I don't know, you've got codes or something that we can put into. Well, he can take our tags and say when we have and haven't done a mission. Just calls it in, and the no, IT they do that. That is that is the backup. Oh, that's how they do it. Like they weren't giving us the global shit. They were only giving us this busy work bullshit. So. It seems a bit useless. Yeah. yeah. Didn't someone say they did have an app in, they were making, but they ran out of yeah, time or something Yeah, they're working like on a map. Yeah, they're working on an app independent of the web app, which unfortunately doesn't work very well. But yes, uh, the app doesn't work yet. So Go hopefully ahead. by next year. Yeah. 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 Should we move on? Let's move on. Rainbow Six. Yeah, I guess so. We're still playing that, right? We are. Actually, Nate, do you want to talk about Battlefront? Uh, Battlefront, yeah, because it, it, I guess it won't even be that long. You guys have already touched on Turning Point in the past, haven't you? Uh, a little bit. Which is hilarious because nobody's playing it anymore. Yeah. Because it's only available on a single map. Yeah. So it and it's a good mode. It's a good, fun mode, and Jakku is a different map with longer lines of sight, and you know, at the in the same breath, um, a lot more cover. So it's easier to kind of duck between shit and avoid snipers, but at the same time, if you want to snipe, you can get some pretty cheeky kills, or if you want to use a homing shot because you're a filthy fucking casual, <laughs> you can do that. So nobody's playing Turning Point. The thing that upsets me the most is that I can't and haven't been able to find a game of supremacy since the DLC launched, and what my gut tells me, which is bad because we're PC players and we're expected to be a little bit savvier. Yeah. <laughs> than our console counterparts is that you for no reason uh, except for I understand why they had it initially which was for people who pre-ordered the game you could choose between the normal map rotation or the normal map rotation plus Jakku as soon as that became available to everyone they should have gotten rid of that option because it means that you have to literally tick uh, the option up the top, and I mean, it remembers between games, so that's alright, but if you haven't ticked the plus two, you're searching playlists that other people can't get onto. Uh, and I know this from past experience because during that week when I couldn't access it because of my copy, even though I activated it before, wasn't counted as a pre-order copy, whatever, my mate had pre-ordered, and I wasn't able to join his rotation even though it wasn't on Jakku, which I think every other game would just normally kick you off once it hits Jakku to keep you going on the four maps or whatever but yeah so it would literally it had separated the player base that was already kind of fledgling uh, in half and I think people are just getting sick of it because I can't even find games of the smaller modes and that includes Fighter Squadron Fighter Squadron is supposed to be one of the more popular ones the only mode people seem to be consistently playing now unless you want to wait in the lobby and then use the force to fucking will people to not leave so that you can get the minimum required players to start a fucking game is um, Warcraft Assault that's the only thing people are playing and that's fine and all well and good but Supremacy was this really cool mode that had a good balance between offensive and defensive. So if you wanted to play defensively, you could help your team by holding a point. If you yeah. wanted to play offensively, you could just run around capping flags. And and Job and I played quite a bit of that. So you could feel successful with two people either defending or attacking. Yeah. And nobody's playing it. And 
it's just frustrating to see and I actually honestly have no doubt that six months maybe 12 months which is scary from now DICE will have probably addressed all of this shit there'll probably be a server browser there'll probably be VoIP and all these little myriad of things will be fixed but nobody's going to be playing it anymore yeah um, it's because the next Battlefield will be out by then well the next Battlefield will be out by then yeah, it will which be is also kind of scary as to who's developing that like You'd want to hope that it has had at least two years of development. So was Dice kind of split the original Dice Studio, I should say, split in two for focus between Battlefront and Battlefield, or did they give it to one of their newer Dice Dice American offices? But whatever, we'll find out about that next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But it's going to be some interesting lines of questioning when the first looks come out, right? Yeah, yeah, like it, it, the question, the running question for a long time with anything DICE related was what are you doing to address the um, Battlefield 4 release? Like Hardline, it was a valid question that everyone asked them about how you're going to make sure you have a good launch and I guess their implicit answer was well, we'll make a game that's not going to be as popular as Battlefield 4 so that'll help with the launch, lol! Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they in saying that, uh, they addressed the issues correctly in saying every update that's been made to Battlefield 4 is being rolled into each update that we make on the game that we're making now so when it comes time to launch everything that has been proved for the core engine the Frostbite engine for Battlefield 4 will be rolled into Hardline and then yep. they said the same things about Battlefront the issue was just a lack of server browser and beyond that even if you didn't want one of those transparency as to the population or at least the percentages of populations that are playing in a mode so you can go and find a fucking game it's really embarrassing because I actually when I came back and and, you know we decided to do this podcast thing Skype right now I was about to load up Battlefield 4 to try out the new free DLC which is the um, reskinned or HD newer version of the China Rising no not China Rising what was that map the really popular Battlefield 2 map Joby uh, uh, which one Chinese set one oh, uh, Dragon, Valley? Dragon Valley yeah that's the now part of Battlefield 4 I just downloaded it awesome. it's free DLC and there's populated servers cool okay well let's play that for sure yeah but like you know what I mean like I, I love Dragon Valley. Have you got Battlefield, Luke? Which one? Four. Yeah. We should play it. No, I'm playing Go. Siege. Go on. You don't, don't want to talk about installed. a new game next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pretty next event, week's yeah. game of the year. Probably no new games. So right? you got something to talk about for January. Anyways, yeah, but like... But my point is that like when Star Wars works and you're playing it and it's not filled with filthy cheeses or garbage teams who you can't communicate with to either abuse them or more accurately tell them what objectives they should be doing or maybe if we're defending this one point over here guys then you shouldn't all be coming over here because they're going to go to the other one like just simple shit like that that for some reason Muppets who play games don't think that way they uh yeah it just would be nice. And if you've got a team-based game, you've got to be able to communicate with your team. Yeah. The end. Which is obviously crucial in Siege uh, to do the transition for you. And we have been playing with, obviously, a lot of... Not always having a full squad. And when we do <laughs> have a full squad, it's a shitload of fun. But if we've got two or three ringers, um, I'm noticing a lot more that people don't have microphones. Or don't plug them in. Yeah, Some or, two, or like, type. 
some dude yesterday was like, I'm like, dude, if you're playing Pulse, do you have a mic? And he's like, oh, I'll plug it in. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're playing a really team-oriented thing that requires communication yeah and they're not able to do it and, and again because of the way that it's designed and it's designed incredibly well for team play uh and they don't deserve to be kicked for that but like as in ubisoft the developers don't deserve to be kicked for that but you've got some guy watching your back and then you find that like you're distracted because you're like i don't know this guy he doesn't have a mic he can't communicate whether there's a fucking shield guy coming up behind me yeah and you end up we end up taking on the roles that would be better suited by the players who are playing like with a shotgun playing pulse which is to jump on cameras and to tag and to communicate because nobody else is doing it yeah yeah exactly and so you wind up having to do basically everything right like just it's on you to make it all happen because you can't it it comes back to what we were saying earlier like if you can't rely on your team I mean, at least you can mostly rely on your guns in Rainbow Six, unlike your nerf guns. But uh, if you can't rely on your team, then um, it, it gets really hard to play. Like, you have a really rough time of of dealing with that shit. And, yeah, if you can't, if they can't talk to you, oh, my God, it is just very frustrating to, to talk or to play with. Like... Some of the people we were playing with earlier today were just infuriating, man. Like, I was going bananas um, trying to deal with, like, guys who... That one guy who just kept getting into, like... Uh, he'd jump into... <laughs> um, like, a line my, of fire. Not, not even my line of fire. Like, exactly where I was actually, like, set up he would come over and like camp on top of me basically and at one point like fuck one one point uh i put up one of the deployable shields in a corner and uh and i had myself set up so i could cover two directions at once and he has jumped over into the area with me and then the thermite decided to punch through the hole in the wall behind me and i'm trying to vault over the fucking thing but i can't because he keeps moving in front of me if he'd never come over and blocked me in then i would have been fine i tk'd him i tk'd him next round because fuck that i was too i was just flabbergasted at how fucking idiotic someone could be uh and he wasn't like and he didn't care like i'm like dude what what the fuck and he didn't say anything didn't say anything like you know if you're not going to communicate fuck it we're done here so I TK'd him and then we vote kicked him. Um, it seems actually it's kind of a dick move on my part. I'll, I'll admit it, but I just I get so fucking salty. Um, and uh, apart from that, though, the new patch is out. The new patch dropped this week. Um, it wouldn't have been up if we'd podcasted on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's mostly it's it's a lot better than it was. That's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, it's still not flawless. It's It could still definitely be better. I mean, I've got some fucking videos. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's a lot better than it was, which is good. Um, they've added, like, some quality of life shit, like timers to tell you how long it's going to be before you get into a round. And which stuff is super like helpful far but, out. Yeah. Especially like, in ranked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And that, that's good. And, you know, they've added the ability to switch between drones now which wasn't in before 
Uh, so when your drone gets destroyed uh, in the preparation phase as an attacker, uh, it used to be that you couldn't switch between different drones, but now you can, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, that makes so much sense. Um, and you can get a whole... Uh, it's made me think that when we mute, when we put down mutes uh, jammers, we should no longer destroy the drones because they are stuck. They can't leave the drone uh, in casual, at least. So they can't leave the drone in rank. They can go vote on the map or something, but they can't go over and look through the eyes of someone else. And so they can't get uh, the potentially better view of the map that the other person who's superior at driving the drone might give them. Hmm. And I think that's something to think about. I mean, you're only going to get fucking 10 points out of it, so... Yeah, but if they... If they do manage to kill the disruptor, they get the drone back during the game. Right. So it gives them a, a bonus drone to work with. So do it after the end, like when they shut down anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's just... Yeah, so there's that. Uh, yeah, the hit detection is significantly better than it was, although, yeah, like I was saying, it's not flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just having fun with the game again. I mean... Except when we're lagging, um, yeah, it's just good fun, man. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm having some frame rate issues on the latest one. They did yeah. something to the V Sync, um, so I've had to switch off my G Sync. Oh no, not your G Sync. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think they might have fixed that. There was, um, I did see it try and update today or something. It told me it updated. Or, or did something I don't know I saw it was a, a 40, 40 meg pet patch earlier today. today yeah okay maybe they fixed it because I was running I'm pretty sure I'm still running G-Sync at the moment yeah it's enabled and I didn't have that problem anymore so they must have fixed it nice well that was quick cool um yeah we were playing just awesome. earlier today weren't we yeah so yeah, I didn't yeah. have any of those issues I was having before it was like I was getting to a stage where every two minutes it would just lock up for about four four seconds and and just nothing on the screen would show um so i I figured out that uh well after doing a bit of reading it seemed to be a v-sync problem so i switched all that stuff off and it fixed it um to the point where i could play and i wasn't getting those freezing issues but i was still getting like frame rate problems where it would drop down every two minutes to like 15 but today had no issues at all so that's good uh i like that they've added in uh a few other things uh, in terms of just making things a bit more friendlier, um, like you said, the the whole notification of hey, this is how long you got to wait. Because playing ranked, you'd maybe sit there for a couple of minutes. You didn't know if it was looking for something or if it was like, like is anybody playing this at the moment or like am I just having problems finding people? Um, mm. So having that timer there is really helpful for, for ranked because it's not too much of a problem in casual. You you hit go and within 20 seconds 30 seconds you'll find a match straight away but the ranked one is is where the problems are at the moment uh things like the character limit was dumb in, yep. in the chat like now it's a bit more like twitter i can fully rage out at someone yeah and they've added in the the ultra resolution textures uh, i'm not i don't have a pc that'll that'll run that uh my monitor's not big enough and I don't really need to do any of that anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've turned down a lot of my settings as it is, so I can, I can get the best out, the best uh, performance out of it, and still have, you still have a look decent. 
Yeah. Um, you know, th- the same sort of thing you would do back in the Quake days where you'd make it look like absolute shit so you could see people better. Um, I'm trying to do a bit of that. Is there a... Um, man, I'm bright... Oh, no. Is there brightness? Is there brightness to things? I was trying to look at it today because there are certain maps when you're playing at night uh, yep. where I can't even see in the shadows inside and maybe that's intentional but like I'm talking after you've let the eyes adjust which is a really cool feature Yeah. but like you're in a window and you're like I actually don't feel helpful up here because I can't tell what's mm-hmm. back there so I, and I couldn't find brightness settings maybe I'm not sure but there's like a uh, there's a couple settings in there with bloom and, and that sort of stuff that you can switch off which I've done yeah has it helped? Uh, I, I think so yeah okay because you do get that effect when you're looking when you're going in and out of buildings do you still get it now that you've turned bloom off I think it's still there but not as it's not as intense ooh hacks mad hacks maybe I'm not sure I'd have to compare the two but I'm pretty happy with the way it looks at the moment but like you know Joby and I have talked about this before that I'm a, I'm a player who doesn't need to survive the round to feel a sense of satisfaction as mm. long as I feel that I've had a fair death and that I've contributed to my team. Like, I like going off by myself uh, up the top at the moment and having a look out a window and maybe trying to get a cheeky kill or two or a kill yeah. and a half. And I feel that that's a contribution. Like, as long as I've got... If I've got a couple of kills, that's it. Like, that's yeah. my contribution. But uh, when you're playing with these garbage fucking teams... And there was one at the end of when we stopped playing, Luke. <laughs> the uh, guy that was, like, sitting on top of you? And at first I was like, dude, I got this covered, you know. Like, you start off, like, I don't want to be a dick at first. I'm like, dude, I got this. And, he, like, you could tell he acknowledged because he looked down and he's like, oh, and he moved on. And then he just kept coming and sitting back in front of me. And then when he went prone in front, literally in front of where I was, I said, I will fucking TK you if you don't fuck off. <laughs> and he did. But then the next round, I got killed from the wall that he was standing in front of supposedly guarding. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, man, like, I wish I was still alive so I could TK you because, I mean, we won in the end. So, ultimately, not the biggest biggie, but some of these fucking filthy scrubs. And the minimum they can do is just have a microphone. Like, I can't believe that people who play shooters, and particularly Siege, which is not the most accessible of mm-hmm. shooters, don't have a microphone I mean if people are playing on speakers they're playing it wrong because the sound design is so crucial you hear people running above you to the yeah. left and you can shoot them through walls and floors the amount of times I'll hear Luke be all like uh yeah I can hear rope I can hear rope and you'll be like oh fuck yep. we go. rope or you or they have like battlefield they have like little automated chatter NPC chatter well ch- uh, player chatter that they yeah, can't yeah. hear where they're like planning a planning a charge you know so you can there are audio cues that can let you, if you want to, like shoot through boards and get kills yeah. or destroy the equipment that they're going to use to fuse the room and destroy you all. Like, And if you're not using audio, I think that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They've also put the uh, team killing stuff in there as well, which is good because we've had a. We, we did have a problem with that, but uh, that seems to have slowed down a bit, which is, which, which is handy. What's the team killing stuff? It just automatically kicks them. Oh, if they do too many? Yeah. <laughs> nice. We had, we had a guy before, do I remember? I thought that he got vote kicked because he was uh, on the team. Yeah, I, maybe he did. I'm not too sure. I thought it would have kicked him. Well, uh, he he did it. They've definitely like added a algorithm to make it so that t- deliberate TKs are supposed to be kicked. 
I think uh, it's within the first couple of seconds of a game right. or something like that. It'll yeah, as long as that's it's smart, because I always hated getting kicked from Counter-Strike servers for throwing a, a grenade around a corner and killing like a hostage or something, and it was like, you've killed too many hostages, and then you get kicked. Yeah. Like, it remembered, seemed to remember, I think, over the maps as well. <laughs> like, it wasn't just that one map, and you're like, oh, yeah. banned for an hour because, yeah, right, I forgot there was a hostage there or something stupid. Yeah. Um, but I was playing before, after after you guys left, uh, and I jumped back on. We were playing ranked. Well, I was playing by myself, and I had a, a team that was communicating, and we were talking to each other, and, and we played about three rounds together. Uh, yeah, it went really well. Like you have those moments where you'll get a good team, and everybody's talking. They may not be as as good as um, you know, as as good as you, your skill level, but because communication is so key you can set up when you're breaching where people are uh you know where bombs when you're going are. in yeah. yeah like even just the initial phase of all right there's no one in the basement yeah just, just saying that alone means that i don't have to go i can go check the other two floors yeah something like that i'm not wasting 20 seconds on the in the basement floor um, yeah if somebody's already checked it so yeah you you can get really good teams um and when that does happen with randoms it's it's still a fun game yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how it does go in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the next patch will be mid January, and that's yep. when they'll do the new map and operators. And I'm keen to see what they do. So, what three weeks from now? Four weeks from now? I think. Yep. Um, and then how the game evolves from there. Like, is it still going to be busy? Because cool. still, it still yeah. seems to be like I'm still getting games. It's not like I'm not having that problem that Nathan was describing before with with Battlefront where he tries yeah. to play something um, and just doesn't get anything like I've not had that issue at all with this so that's good because it's using the um, Azure server model right like so it does peer-to-peer connections and then transitions everyone to a dedicated server hmm. <clears throat> which is which is a cool little system because you know the best best of both worlds the best of peer-to-peer uh, in terms of like sorry matchmaking system assuming if they're doing well they don't actually seem to be doing it skilled certainly not in casual and maybe there's not enough players again you don't know but um yeah the dedicated servers are <clears throat> certainly better than dealing with some dickhead who it decides is going to be host and then their flatmates uploading some shit so everyone gets ruined and you're teleporting and blah 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 yeah yeah it's good cool still playing Loving it. Definitely still playing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't play it by myself though, Luke. Unlike you, I don't go on and just play a multiplayer game or do my terrorist hunt to get my you know little achievement thingies. But I don't really have that much of an interest in playing by myself. I'll play with if one other person's playing out of you guys, you know, out of our little crew. I'll do it. But I, I just will get too frustrated if I don't. If I feel that I'm relying on a matchmaking RNG to maybe discover some guys who do or don't communicate, like fuck it <laughs> not worth it yeah not worth it it's too frustrating and like I don't want to have a, a quick round or even a lengthy gaming session where I'm going to be like am I going to get pissed off like is this just going to setting myself up to get angry yeah yeah yep. I, I think the other good change was the uh, notification of people being outside as well two it, seconds now yeah it's two, two seconds, seconds now yeah. which is yeah. you know it, it was something I really like to do was just be a dick and go outside and shoot a bunch of people yep um but it, yeah it did break it so it's good to see them change that yeah it was a bit off yeah okay cool uh shall we move on let's move on yeah yeah elite dangerous 
Sure. Dangerous uh, had the Horizons expansion drop this week, and that means that uh, you can now uh, use a uh, basically a landing system, so you can land on certain atmospheric-less planets, planet like planetoids rather. So uh, satellites that don't have any atmosphere, you can basically enter and uh, enter their gravity field and land on them. And uh, it's it does it the way it does everything else in the game, which is uh, sort of um, very seamless and and you go from at, like traveling at light seconds or like portions of light speed or multiples of light speed even all the way down to just a couple of hundred kilometers an hour uh, all the way down to landing on a planet or without ever actually really realizing that anything's different. Like you are constantly just, in, you feel like you're constantly in control and then you dump your little lander buggy on the planet and you drive around and you can do whatever you want there and it's pretty cool. Um, so I've been playing it a bit again to uh, see how I could go, see what's changed. And uh, unfortunately, I think S- Star Wars, I won't, I won't talk about Star Wars in any manner uh, but uh, I think Star Wars sort of made me realize what I was missing from Elite Dangerous, and it's life. The game has no life. Uh, it's just it just sort of exists so that you can exist within it, and it's a bit disappointing, I guess. It's a bit um, empty. It feels hollow. There's no what I think what they really need to do to make it actually work as a as a game that people will care about or be involved with and it's it it would unfortunately take a lot of work but what they need to do is introduce complete player or control over the economy because at the moment the economy in the game like uh goods in the game are bought and sold uh independent of the players real like there is a small amount of impact it's sort of impact in the same way that you impacted the stock market in the single player of um of Grand Theft Auto where you could do these like massive 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 things that were part of missions and that would impact the stock market but most of the time uh, if you were just like buying up a bunch of guns or something like that you weren't going to have that much influence on the stock market and I suppose uh, to some extent that makes a lot of sense because you're just one person and you can't really influence a market all that much but coming from something like World of Warcraft where you can have a massive uh, influence on the market um, yeah it's just a, it's a bit of an interesting sort of change and, and it's one of those things that they really need to do something about they really need to give you a reason to because or if they had a player-driven economy, if they had a player-driven sort of uh, trading economy, then suddenly you'd also have incentive for players to uh, also like trade between each other. And so interactions between pirates, because certain players will play pirates, um, and they, at the moment, pirates basically just steal. There's not like a, like you can't like, if there was a trading economy, you'd be able to say, "Look, uh, instead of instead of me giving you my cargo, I really need it. Um, I, I've got like 15 minutes to finish this mission. I re- I just want to finish this mission. It's part of like part of a bounty that I've got to get done. I've got to deliver these slaves across the galaxy. 
Uh, I'm so close to being done with it. I've done like 24 jumps. Save me half fucking hour. Please just like, let's let it go. I will pay you 4 million bucks, right? And if it's worth more than the price of the slaves, then the pirate might let it go. But at the moment, that's not an option. There's no reason for interaction in the game to go beyond the basic everything you've got or you die. And so you either run or you give them everything you got. And then if you give them everything you got, sometimes you die anyway. And that kind of sucks balls, but that's just, I don't know, Daisy-esque, I suppose. Uh, if there was another option, then you'd be able to, like, it just increases the options for social interaction and it increases the, the reasons for people to interact in general. But at the moment, it's very much just kill on site banditry style stuff. And then, I mean, on top of that, you'd have, I, I guess, I guess the way the game works would be rough. Like, they'd have to rework exactly how that is because increasing power in Elite comes directly from the amount of money you've got uh, because more money means you're able to buy a bigger ship, which means you're able to earn more money, which means you're able to buy a bigger ship, etc., etc. Uh, but, like, so they'd have to rework that in a manner that was actually made some sort of player progression actually meaningful. But at the moment, it's, yeah, all players seem to be sort of just independent of one another. Like, fuck, you can just play independent of all other players and have basically the same experience as anyone else, except you'll avoid... Uh, people in anacondas with infinite shield, large shields ramming people as they try to exit a fucking dock just to be dicks about it. So, uh, I don't know. I, I There's something very zen about playing Elite Dangerous and I love flying around in space, but I'll probably just... I'll, I, I don't know if I'll return to it very much. I might see the next patch. Yeah. Anyway... Cool. Yeah, fun. Fun? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I kind of stopped playing, so... Yeah. Yeah. So many other things going on. True. Um, and then we've got Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been playing a lot of this. I sort of burned out on it. Um, it's another game that... Um, so it's on the Wii U. Uh, it's a JRPG. Um, I love being in the world. All the monsters are huge, and it feels like I'm in Jurassic Park, Alien Jurassic Park, or some shit, and that's really cool. But uh, the game's got no sense of like your actual level existence or anything. Like you sort of just fucking exist in this game world. But uh, like, if I'm level twenty, like at the moment, I have to fight a level eighteen thing and uh, I'm level 20 and it is fucking demolishing me like fucking I'm barely getting 10% of its health off and it is just ruining me so my only options are to over level which is a garbage fucking way to create a fucking game hmm. or uh, I don't know die three times and then when it says do you want to make it easier say yes but that seems like fucking garbage I don't want to really want to do that so yeah it's just I don't know. I, I get annoyed with it. I, I sort of log in and do what I do in it, but I got no interest in the story. The like, it's full of fucking. I play it with the sound off. I play it on mute because the music is fucking awful, like properly awful. Hmm. Um, and there's no way to actually turn the music off. 
So uh, yeah, I have to turn, uh, I have to play it on mute, but that's detrimental detrimental because your teammates <clears throat> yell out shit to tell you when you're supposed to trigger certain things. So that's annoying. Um, and yeah, you just sort of I don't know everything sort of exists. It's like the first time they've ever seen an open world game before, and they're like, "Oh, let's make an open world RPG." What do they have? Oh, well, lots of people in a big city you can go in, but like, there's only one place to go buy shit from, like in the entire world. There's only one place, mm-hmm. um, and to like unlock, there's just shitloads of grind. There's all these grinds you have to do. You have to grind your blade level, and you have to grind your fucking manufacturer level with arms manufacturers, so you can buy new shit. And you have to grind this and that and this and that. And it's just this big fucking grind fest. And even battles against monsters that are like significantly lower than you. Like if I come up against a, a level eleven monster, it that battle is still going to take me forty to fifty seconds. Right, if I come up against a level twenty monster, it's gonna take me three to four minutes. And like that's just horseshit. Like fuck. When do when do I get to feel powerful? When do I get to fucking wreck shit? Apparently when I end this mission I get a fucking robot to fly around in. So we'll see how I go then. But fuck, it's a slog until then. Like at the moment I literally I put it on the second screen on the screen in the Wii U controller. I put it on that and I watch the Simpsons. And I do my stupid grinding bullshit so I can get a fucking high enough level to beat this monster that is two levels lower than me already. Mm. It's fucking horseshit. Why, um, so that, why are you... You're not reviewing this either. Are no. you? Your brother told you to play it. Yeah. Sounds wild, man. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. Sounds it. Like right. garbage. <laughs> I just want to get to the fucking robots. Apparently, it gets really good with the robots. But... On the other hand, right, I didn't play fucking Final Fantasy thirteen for 20 hours. Oh, it gets really good once you get 20 hours in. Yeah. Fuck off, is what I said to that. But how long have you put into this? 15, 16 So, hours. So you're going to be that guy, just maybe, with a different maybe. game. That's, a, that's cool, man. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> oh, I said I don't like it. Uh, I'm pretty upfront about that, Nathan. You're still playing it. Yeah. Stop playing it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to see these robots. Um, YouTube it. No, I want to play as the robots. Uh, news. 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 Should we do that? Let's do the news. Cool. Uh, Batman. There's a new Batman game coming out, which we oh, didn't mention it last week. Yeah, we forgot. Uh, it's a Telltale game. Every game is going to be Telltale in <laughs> my horrific vision of the future. Uh, every game will be a Telltale game and they'll all look like fucking shit because they'll all use the same engine that they created 15 years ago and haven't bothered to do anything with, right? And they'll all use binary fucking choices is your only way to go about anything and it'll be shit and fuck this possible Batman game. I bet, I bet it's shit. I bet you money. I bet you, no, I bet you food. I bet you fucking food that it's <laughs> shit. Yeah. Do you... So they haven't revealed the, the title or anything like that yet. Um, do you think it's going to be a detective game or a Batman, like, punching people? Like, I, I feel like they're going to go more towards the detective side of it. Well, how would they do it as a punching game? They, that would involve gameplay, and they strictly do not deal in gameplay. Yeah, quick time events. Yeah, so... Yeah. Unless it's a fucking rhythm game. I don't really know how they're going to make any such a thing. Have you? Did you play the Borderlands one? No. I've heard a lot of good things about that one. 
You've heard a lot of good things about all of them. You won't fucking trick me into playing, Luke. <laughs> it's a, I like tricked uh, into playing one game I don't like. I'm Walking 16 Dead? Into a, 16 hours into it. No, Xenoblade Chronicles X. No, no, I played The Walking oh, right. Dead one, yeah. and it was good. The first season was actually incredible. I never played season two. I had no interest in playing a second season as a little girl. Um, yeah. But the first season was... it. it achieved basically everything it set out to achieve um it was good i wasn't a fan oh you weren't a fan okay uh, no oh. it just seemed like it was all just zombie cliches and no real interesting writing or anything like that that's the walking dead though <laughs> yeah i guess Zing! <laughs> uh gold um but yes so i can't believe that they're actually doing such a thing i'm so fucking annoyed it's Ooh. gonna be so crap anyway we'll see we'll see um, I bet no, I bet your food. Go on. The what? Write it in. I bet it's I've, I've no, not I, taken I, I, that bad. I'm not taking any bets. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway. Because it doesn't matter what I say, like, you'll think it's shit anyway. Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Uh Destiny you around and you're like, fuck, adventure games, I'm gonna go play, play all of them now. <laughs> no. Uh Destiny unle- unveiled a level booster. Uh, where you can pay 45 Australian dollars to skip the first 25 levels of Destiny. Yep. And the real kicker that a lot of people don't be seem- seeming to be talking about is that they, just before this went up, nerfed the rate at which you earn XP in Destiny, and so it takes longer to get to level 25 so they deliberately created a scenario where people would want to buy this ludicrously overpriced hunk of shit and surely by now surely by now we've all come to terms with the idea that destiny is run by evil pricks right yep fuck it like they you know they did a whole bunch of shitty things and they Tried to create a really fucking poopy game, but holy fuck, this is just evil. This is deliberately manipulative. Let's release it just before Christmas, and we'll get some new people in who have no idea, and we'll fuck them over. Fuck them out of 45 bucks. Let's try to deliberately manipulate people out of their fucking money. Fuck that. Fuck you, Bungie. Fuck Activision. It's fucking horseshit is what it is. It's dirty, despicable shit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really. I mean, you're not a fan of the Halo series, but as as a fan of the Halo series, as a, a fan of the the pitches and the hyperbole surrounding the lead up to Destiny, uh, and as someone who suffered through a hundred hours before realizing that I had Stockholm syndrome, um, or that I wasn't actually having fun, that I was actually just yelling a lot at uh, a terrible, terrible beta um yeah i think that the people who've drunk the kool-aid uh say you're too so much better because whatever but like even those people and some of whom we know they aren't really playing it anymore one of them is playing siege with us i don't think the other one that i'm thinking of is playing it anymore yeah um so it's it's almost like even the hardcore ones have gone you know what yeah so it's almost like they're trying to see how far they can push shit before yeah. they'll piss everyone off it does seem like that hey like they're deliberately trying to see how far they can take it and then 
a year from now they'll come out with some brand new game not destiny oh we realized all our mistakes with destiny and we've we've fixed them all not a year from now obviously five years from now and uh they'll have used the experiment that was destiny to perfectly refine the way in which to siphon money from people who don't know any better when when does the 10 years end because they've got a 10-year agreement for destiny games don't they does it did it start with the release of destiny or did it start with the development of destiny uh, I don't know. I think it'll be the release. I like, suppose, yeah. surely they're going to do a new game this year. Or oh, sorry, 2016, right? That, that was the leak. Yeah, that Destiny 2 would be hitting in 2016. Uh, yep. Which is weird <coughs> for something that's got MMO trappings. I figured they'd just throw more expansion packs at it, right? Like, well, I don't think they can. The game's not good enough to. Like, it's got too many problems. True. But that means that there's people at Bungie now who are, you know, smashing out destiny 2 and are basically saying yeah you know we've got a we've got a crew a small crew working on fixing shit and and possibly adding new content to this game which three months ago you bought you know you repurchased what a joke yeah yep anyway it's a shit move garbage oh, yep. I said garbage uh what's next Kojima is partnering with Sony yep Oh my god, I'm so pumped. I'm s- sort of surprised Microsoft let this happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, they've got, they've got more money than Sony to, to grab him, right? Like, Kojima is the original Sony fanboy. Yeah, I know. That, well, I think that's how they did it, right? Like, yeah. he, he can be, or they can go back and say, hey, we've had this long-standing relationship. Yep. Um, we've always backed you. Uh, you, we'll give you whatever you want, like your your studio in Japan, whatever. Um, I guess the cultural, um, you know, it helps that they're they're a Japanese company as well. Yep. Like, I does don't this know. mean we're going to see PT or Silent Hills or some variant on these things? Do you reckon? Uh, I thought I saw a statement saying that we're not going to see anything like Metal Gear or Silent Hills or PT. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That'll yep. be something different, but right. You know. Yeah. Come on. I want to see him do something different that'd be good yeah totally not not another action stealth game maybe yeah I mean he knocked it out of the park with the last one so let's see him do something different yeah I want to see him you know maybe maybe he does team up with uh, Guillermo del Toro and does a horror game fuck yeah I'd watch just it just doesn't play it call it Silent Hill call it whatever you know maybe yeah. it's something different there's nothing stopping them unless there was a uh, some sort of clause in his contract to say he couldn't work on uh, a horror game with, you know, Guillermo del Toro again or something like that. Oh, they need to do that. That PT thing was creepy as fucking balls. Super creepy, yep. Yeah, but you, he needs to make a game. Like, can you make a game out of that? That's the thing. No, no, no. That, that was like proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't imagine that the entire game would be running through endless corridors and scares because that would be garbage. Um, yeah. But. I just was sort of like, if this is the feeling, or the atmosphere that they're going to, and yeah. the kind of creepiness and the scares, then yes. It was a brilliant way to use unbelievably limited resources to create something that was engrossing and also terrifying. Um, and uh, like, yeah, I wasn't crazy about the way you interacted with the world, but still. 
yeah, PT was fucking baller. And if he decides to do something like that and has Guillermo del Toro on board, fuck yeah, I'm on board. Fucking shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Cool. Uh, next one was what System Shock. We did. We talked about it last week, didn't we? Do we? My bad. Uh, I think we did. Uh, Star it, it Citizen had, it had Alpha 2.0. It had leaked. Yes, uh, it was officially announced. That's all. Yeah. Star Citizen Alpha 2.0 uh, introduces... Uh, actual player interaction and shit uh, and flying into a world uh, it's basically Horizons uh, Elite Dangerous's Horizons except now uh, it's Star Citizen uh, and of course un- unlike Horizons where you can fly anywhere in the galaxy uh, you can only fly inside these two systems star systems and that's it but you know uh, it's I don't know, 2% of a game, so it's more than Star Citizen has ever had before, right? I think it's it's worse now that they've released this stuff. I haven't played it yet, I was, I'm was i still downloading it uh-huh. when, yeah. I'm not, when I'm not playing games. Um, but it's bad because it's going to give fuel to the fanboys now. Oh, we've released some content. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is there a game or is it just a... <clears throat> Is it just a sandbox thing at the moment of like you can go do stuff, but there's yeah, that's are it. there missions and things to do yet or sort of not really. It's a slice. It's a very small it's a, slice. Yeah, it's a vertical of slice. What's been promised, yeah. Is um, there tutorials in there like, or are you kind of reading Wikipedia's on the internet to try watching out what... YouTube's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See. So, yeah. Even to set up your fucking bindings, you've got to do that shit because it's a fucking ordeal. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a pretty game, and I like being able to walk around outside of my spaceship. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, still think it's not enough. I'm glad I get to try it out though. Uh, let's jump on to let's announce the winners of our competition. Okay. Winner, the winner of our competition. So this is our Plantronics competition. Thanks to Plantronics, uh, we're getting a, a rig 500. Um, the Xbox variants and uh, I have pulled over the entries thank you for sending in entries guys uh, thanks for jumping in um, and uh, Fican is our winner the first winner uh, we we are going to be doing one of these every month so don't stress if you didn't win this time uh, we will sort you out but uh, her answer was Headphones. Oh, sorry. The question, if you recall, was uh, name a time when a character could have been saved um, or helped out in uh, a situation if they'd had headphones. And her answer was uh, headphones could have saved Tyler Durden in Fight Club when Ed Norton's character punched him in the ear, which, you know, thinking outside of the box. I like this. (laughs) Uh, And she included a Twitter and all, all in the one email, which uh, seemed to be a bit of a problem for a bit of a, a, a stretch for some of you guys. Uh, but no, uh, that's a good one. So uh, we'll organize with uh, Plantronics to send you the Rig 500. Congratulations. Um, don't stress if you didn't win. Like I said, we've got uh, another two months of these to give away. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Um, I are guess. You, are you what? using yours at the moment, uh, Nathan? Right now? Yeah, do you have one? Yeah, that was the uh, <laughs> the ones that I was using the other day. <laughs> it's not the best. No, the problem was that I didn't have the uh, the microphone switched on. 
No, the microphone cable apparently is separate, and I need to go find the box to yeah. plug it in. But yes, anyways, I was like, "Oh, this is all in one cable. That doesn't make any sense because I know how these analog cables work." But whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds great. So I've just got to get the microphone thing going. And again, my fault, not Plantronics. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I am wearing mine at the moment, and uh, I think Luke is wearing his. No, I, oh. mine are something else. <laughs> they're they're comfy as fuck. They are. They're, this, they're just super light, man. They're super light. And the little band. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at Joby, Joby right now on cam. It's very beautiful. But yeah, like they've got the really soft uh, ear cups, which is great for Mammoth Gaming Sessions. If you've ever used the harder ear cups, and, and especially the ones that have the... Um, the kind of inbuilt noise cancellation, which creates a little vacuum around your ear, not very comfortable for longer sessions. These are comfy as shit, and the little band at the top means that you don't have this weird uh, pressure point at the top of your head where the weight of the headphones is being held. It's yeah. being spread across the entirety of your head. It's it's a really simple uh, thing, but it's it's great. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. very comfortable and they provide good sound. Yep. That was a good job there, Nathan. Yeah, fuck yeah. Pro plug. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Welcome. Um, so we're going to wrap this up uh, yep. next week will be the game of the year uh, spectacular uh, and uh, we won't have any games that we've played but we will tell you our picks for the game of the year um, it, I don't know it'll probably be a long one as they usually are yeah. Zed Town we fight about this shit um, Zed Town Nate <laughs> save it buddy hold on to it okay? best Gaming reality game? I don't know. Gaming reality game. Good one, Luke. Zed <laughs> um, Town versus what the other Zed Town game that we played. And the winner is Zed Town. And that virtual reality thing Luke played down in Melbourne. Oh, this is yeah. true. Yeah. This yeah. could be a new category with ah, two entries board, that board any games? one of us has played. Oh, the board games. Very games. nice. Yeah. Uh, Risk Legacy is pretty much our only entry, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. Yeah, uh, thank you, you guys. So, uh, you guys got stuff going up anywhere? It's pretty much the end of the year, isn't it? I do actually. I've got a Quake versus Doom feature piece with an accompanying video, uh, just a voiceover over some old gameplay footage with myself and Cam O'Shea, the editor of IGN. Cool. Going up on IGN. Is it going for probably- ten seconds and just Quake, and then it ends? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not going to tell you which one wins. You're going to have to to read the feature or listen to the video where I give it away in the first two minutes. Apparently that was a mistake, but you know, you know, you start with the twist, then you work backwards, right? That's how it works. Of course, you're just supposed to write the twist at the end. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you start the sixth sense with Bruce Willis is a dead man, and this Wait. kid can see oh, him. Whoa, what? Oh, well, speaking of Bruce Willis shit, we went and saw Die Hard in the cinema and. By the way, Die Hard's amazing. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, on the big screen. Oh my god! If you on the big screen, it's fucking amazing with the big cinema fucking sound system and everything. That's fine. And I learned recently that you can hire a cinema for like seven hundred bucks. What? To hire a cinema, and then you got to pay like I think it's a few hundred bucks to get like a Blu-ray license thing. But you know, this is not in the realms of impossibility to yeah. hire a cinema out for a bunch of mofos and watch some awesome awesome movie that has to be seen on the big screen shit yeah that's amazing hmm. that's something to keep in mind hmm. that is a really 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 interesting point um go watch my XCOM 2 video it's up on YouTube um I suck at XCOM it's very interesting to watch <laughs> uh, give me your advice I'd love to hear it 
I've been getting some advice. People have actually been pretty helpful, which is cool. Um, what? What? The predator? Just happened. That was a lightsaber. Sorry, I'm not on camera, so I can do crazy things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I guess that's it. I don't have anything. Twitter.com/slash Luke Laurie. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Luke Laurie as well. Nice. I'll be doing a bit of that over the holidays, I think. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Twitter.com slash JobyJojo, YouTube.com slash JobyJojo. Nice. I don't use Twitter. Good one. <laughs> now that's good. Nacho's justice, but you know, you probably know that. What's yes. your PO box so we can send you fan mail? Yeah. I don't have one. I really wish I did, but they don't deliver packages to them, so who cares? They're kind of pointless in this day and age, aren't they? Uh, yeah, we're on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, uh, The Gap with GA Podcast. Uh, we're next to Serial, I think, at this time of the year, usually. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Either, probably above them actually um, and, yeah facebook.com slash the GA podcast and twitter.com slash GA podcast or the GA podcast at gmail.com you can email us let us know what your game of the year is uh, yes. we'll read out next yes. week please write in and tell us your game of the year I'd, I'd love to see if we could put together some sort of uh, listener vote yeah so I might jump on Facebook and get some votes in as well but uh, yeah we will uh, we'll catch you next week for, for the last one of the year. Yeah. And uh, thanks again to Plantronics, our sponsors, for the prize. Uh, okay. And to Nathan. Thanks to Nathan. The real prize, the gem. <laughs> oh, the gem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gents. It's always it's always fun to rant. Word. We should, we should play some games, some siege. Soon. I gotta cook dinner. Same. Yeah. I, I gotta wake up, Katie, so we can go get Christmas presents. <laughs> it's not right. Christmas yet. What? Go buy them. Buy uh, them. Buy them. Where, what's open at eight o'clock at night? Kmart. Uh, oh, that's a good. good, good boom. Point. You get nice. bins. Yeah. Well, if you didn't want a bin for Christmas, then maybe you should have told me to get something earlier. <laughs> <laughs>